What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 270 of the Geeks of the Race podcast. My name's Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo! And for those wondering, Shelly will be back next week. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, she will be. She just had some personal stuff going on, so. Yeah. Her her one week off turned into like three weeks off. Um, <laughs> yeah. We miss her. Uh, but she should be coming back. Yeah. This week, we're geeking out about the new Switch that's not made by Nintendo. It's it's a Switch. Let's be, let's be real. Uh, our first... Deadpool Marvel crossover. Yeah. Um, and John Wick, kind of. Yay! A lot of it's... We were very cryptic <laughs> this week with our geeking out. <laughs> it's like it's kind of a crossover. It's kind of John Wick. It's yeah. kind of a switch. Yep. <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, let's talk about what we've been playing first, though. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've just been playing Last of Us. Um, I guess the update there is... I'm at the part that nobody cares about. Oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> cool. In my opinion, some of the best parts. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm not I'm not a Last of Us 2 hater. A lot of people are. <laughs> I hadn't read anything and I'm glad that I didn't. Yeah. Um but so I guess I you you say a Last of Us hater, I assume that um what I'm having issue with is a common common theme. Well, if you're on the particular path you're on, then yes, a lot of people dislike that. But also, okay. I think it's the ending that people dislike even more. So, okay, um, yeah, without saying anything. Definitely not the ending yet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just at the part that I don't care about. <laughs> I just want to. I want to move. I want to get past where I'm at. Oh, uh, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it's going to be a while before that happens. Speaking of it's. I, that is also cryptic, but I feel like I know exactly what you're talking about. I love that I was able to say something so small and you're like, I got it. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. It uh, it allows people who, like, it doesn't spoil anything. Yeah. Uh, but allows me to speak my speak my mind to there. Yeah. The people who have played it are like, I know and exactly. And then me to be like, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to have a guest star in my cat this, this podcast. Cool. He's being... Extra noisy. Uh, he's literally staring at me right now, scratching my couch, which he knows he's not supposed to do, and like just eye contact. So he knows your attention's uh, divided. So he's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> "Be ready for that." I don't know. He just left the room. We'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> what have you been playing, LJ? Okay. Um, so the first thing I've been playing is actually a relaunch, and so that game Splitgate that I was really into a couple of years ago. Uh, that game got relaunched with updated graphics, uh, crossplay. Uh, it's actually still in crossplay beta, but it should be launching fully. It's like a free open beta, so it's basically launched. But I guess July twenty seventh is like the official like, hey, like we're we're done with the beta phase. Um, but it's still a lot of fun. Um, this is the Portal Halo game, basically, where you're making portals and you know fighting in like arenas and stuff and. It felt good to be back. It's on PlayStation and Xbox now as well, which is cool. Um, so it's one of those things where I've been able to tell people, hey, you should play this game. Um, I did really well. And I think it's mostly because like I've been I've played this game for two years off and on, and there's still so many new people. If there was a one match where I got like 29 kills and 10 deaths, I felt like a Call of Duty style like pro right there because <laughs> I did so well. 
Um, but it's super fun. I'm just glad that game still has life in it. Um, because yeah. that's one of those games like it could have easily just gone away and nobody would care. Uh, this uh, actually, I saw it at PAX with Joe. We saw it initially in a hotel lobby on a laptop, <laughs> which was cool. Uh, it was just a fun ex- <laughs> first experience with that game, playing playing bots and having um, the the like head dev on it, just showing us like, hey, oh, like here's what the kind of cool things you could do with it and. So it's fun to get back to that game. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, the second game is a first for me. Um, so I got Skyward Sword HD as an early birthday present. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I can thank Hulu and the commercials for that because my parents were like, hey, are you going to get this new Zelda game? And I was like, I'm not sure because like people aren't really that fond of it. And it's just... It's an HD, you know, like, it's just, there's not much changed or whatever. So, like, oh, well, like, they, I mean, they know I'm a Zelda fan, so, they're like, oh, we'll just we'll grab it for you for your birthday or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. Um, so, I really like it for for what it is so far. Um, I actually started playing on the new, like, uh, handheld controls. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of interesting because, like, you have to flick the stick. And I noticed it's the same way for, like, the Joy-Con. You actually have to, like do the motions and it's not just like I can't hold the stick in one direction and just have him like do the attack or whatever or like it's like a very like okay. flicky motion. It's gotta be a swing. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be like yeah, so on the motion on the Joy Con it's gotta be a swing. Kinda like I don't know if that's how it was on the Wii because I never played it. Mm-hmm. Um but on the on the right on when you use the right stick it's a very flicky style like motion. You flick it in the direction you, you need. Um, but it's cool though. I like the characters. It's just such a weird, quirky world. Uh, Skyloft is a neat place. I enjoy the idea of like just diving off and calling your bird to go to each location and stuff like that. <laughs> I think that is super cool. I was like, this is neat. Uh, it took it took me some time to get used to the flying controls, but I think I got those down. Um, playing on the motion controls was even more interesting because like I hadn't started that way. And so I kind of had to learn everything again because I'm like, well, I should have probably just done this in the tutorial. Um, but it's interesting. I find that the combat reminds me a little bit of like that game for Honor, that Ubisoft game, because you're very directional on how you have to attack. Like, there's like the goblins that'll like they'll push their like they'll have their weapon like up or sideways or in different directions, so you have to like attack them from the opposite end of it. So I was like, that's pretty pretty interesting. It's pretty cool immersive combat. And then uh, blocking with your shield is like the left Joy-Con. You can just flick that and and he'll put his shield up and stuff. I, I like it. Um, cool. The thing I think I've... I, oh, go ahead. How, how do you feel about Fee? Is she still really annoying? <laughs> I, was, her down. I was about to mention that. Um, yeah. I, I, don't, I feel like they have... I mean, I've never played it, but... So now every time you pick up an item, that doesn't... That whole description doesn't pop up either, which is cool. From what I hear, like, like if you've already picked up an item before, it'll just do the thing like, like it usually does where it just pops over your head saying like, Hey, you picked it up. Um, uh, but Fee herself, she, she hasn't really bugged that much, but I feel like in the initial, in the initial areas, like she's going to be like, Hey, like there was one time where I tried to go somewhere else and she's like, Hey, you shouldn't go here. You should use your dousing mechanic thing. And I was like, 
I just want to go over there, you know, like, let me go over there and check what's over there. So it's like, clearly I'm not supposed to leave this area yet. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> I was just like, and then she, and then she pops up to inform you about something else later. Like, it's like, Hey, you made an, you should like tell you like, Oh, you met somebody, you made a new contact or whatever. You may, you have a new, another lead on Zelda. And I'm like, you know what? Fee feels like the assistant that nobody asked for. Mm-hmm. That's like if Siri or, um, the Amazon thing, because I don't want it to go off if I say it. <laughs> My Echo Dot. It's like if Siri or the Echo Dot was just like, autom- like I mean, I guess they do that anyway, though. It's like, what'd you say? Or like, just pop up and give you information when you don't ask for it. And I'm just like, I didn't. <laughs> so she feels like, stop, go away. Yeah, yeah. She just feels like a virtual like assistant that nobody asked for. Like, and I'm like, just let me do my thing. Um, but I get it. It's It feels very much like a... I, it feels like a, a Zelda for like newcomers for sure. Um, I think that'd be a good way to introduce people to to Zelda. I think, and then maybe show show them the other ones later. But um, I like it so far. It's it's charming. Uh, but yeah, I, it was one of those things. I just I wasn't really going to purchase for myself because I was like, yeah, it's not something I was really excited for. But my expectations are like, I think it's it's a lot better than I expected. So. Yeah. So you played it during the Wii days, though. Yes. Did you? I didn't. I wasn't a fan. <laughs> I beat it. Oh. I did finish it. Um, but I wasn't. It like, people will give me a lot of flack for this. I didn't like Wind Waker. Oh, okay. So I liked it more than Wind Waker. Wow. What did you not like about Wind Waker? Um, I was fine with the game. I didn't like the art style because the art style seemed like a backstep to me. Oh, you're one of um, those. Okay. I, I know a lot of people loved it, <laughs> but I was just like, you went backwards. You're one of um, those, the art style. Okay. All right. And then I got over that. Yeah. And I played the game and then they were like, you need to get a Triforce from oh, like. yes, yes. All over the ocean. Yeah. And I was like, no. Yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> they, they toned that down in that HD version on the Wii, on, on the Wii yeah. U, I guess. So I think, yeah, we talked about this the other day. Okay. Um, I, uh, I literally, I saw that prompt and was like, all right, well, I'm just <laughs> done playing this game. Oh, uh, this is cool. I know what happens next. I beat Ganon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was over it. Okay. Like, There's well, so much water. Well, see that <laughs> too much water. So zero out of 10. <laughs> too much water is my review. The too much water meme. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no okay that that's a legitimate criticism though i, f- I feel that um yeah okay that that that's cool though i beat i beat skyward sword nice despite fee telling me uh i've ranted about this a million times on this podcast uh-huh. but um one time i was low on health and i'm like scrambling to find health and i get hit and she literally pops up and tells me hey you're low on health you should probably find some hearts i have not I had like, that problem fee? yet well, you're better than me. <laughs> well, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> well, they start you off with I don't know if this is like a game thing or what it is like, but they start you off with way more hearts than a Zelda game usually gives you. Like, so you usually start off with. Oh, like, okay. I don't know if this is three. the case for yeah. So di- I don't know if you remember this, but did you just start with three in the Wii version? I don't remember. Okay, but yeah. So in in most Zelda games, you usually start off with like three hearts, but this one I started off with like five. I was like, oh, that's a rare occasion. Okay. Maybe they did that on purpose. <laughs> I don't know. I like legitimately. I got down to like half a heart or something like that. <laughs> but I'm like freaking out. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm like, I want to die. I need to find hearts. And I'm like going through the grass and like yeah. she pops up and she's like, you're dying. Yeah. And I was like, no fee. I am fully aware of what's going on yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. See, see, at least. Leave me alone. At least in Ocarina of Time, Navi felt like she was your friend, like, and you kind of were able to build that connection before you even were on the adventure. But Fee was like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, you know, like, I'm just this thing you didn't ask for that's in your sword that's going to bug you the whole time. Like, you know, like, there's no emotional connection there. It's like, force close app, disable app. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm liking it, though. <laughs> so cool. we can get on to gaming news. Cool. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, so a week after we talked about the Switch OLED, all of a sudden one morning Valve, Valve, everybody at Valve just gets into the office and is like, "Hey, we're gonna announce this uh, Steam Deck thing, um, which is a portable Steam device. So kind of like those Steam machines they had back in the day." Um, this thing looks like it's getting compared to Game Gear a lot, uh, which is funny. Um, but basically, what what I what I find crazy about this thing is you can actually instead of just running the Steam OS on here, you can just run Windows right off of it if you want. You can like if you wanted to, you could run like mm-hmm. let's, let's say you don't do Steam. Let's say like you on you want to run your Epic launcher or something and play all those free games you you've been getting off of Epic every week or something like. You could totally install other launchers on this thing if you wanted to. Um, and for those emulation people, they're going to... I can already tell that peop- the emulation people are going to have a heyday with this thing. Um, there's different models. Uh, there's the 64 gigabyte one, which is basically a switch, basically standard Switch stuff. Um, that one is $399, and then there's like two or three other models, and the price just hikes up from there. They all look pretty cool. I know there was one that was like seven hundred bucks. Yes, that one was like a five hundred and twelve gigabytes or something crazy like that. I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, the entire idea is really cool though. I don't yeah. know how I feel about those controllers being way up. The it top looks like, that. like speaking of Nintendo, it looks like the Wii U gamepad to me. Okay, yeah, which I, can see which that. I actually didn't mind the gamepad. I guess just because my hands are big enough and like I, it wasn't a bother to me. But it still does look uncomfortable. Like, I couldn't imagine playing like that, like, handheld all the time. Like, it just seems like it would be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's so high up there. What I also don't like uh, is those touchpads. I guess touch you pads. the trackpads, but... Yeah, the, the touchpads yeah. are what I don't like because I have a Steam controller that I got for when they from when they dropped, like, $5. Just to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to try the Steam controller. Like, I, it's $5. Like, it's... You know, and so I tried it and I was like, yeah, this touchpad thing is weird, like for like the right stick and stuff like that. And then apparently those touch controls are also on the valve index as well. And I'm like, dang, valve, you guys just need to like ditch this like touchpad thing you keep wanting to do because that kind of sacrifices comfort. Um, I mean, I guess it would be good maybe for like FPS and stuff, but I just can't imagine it being like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like it, but uh, I thought I I thought I was special because I pre-ordered I hit the like pre-order reserve thing on it on Steam for like five bucks and then it turns out Valve just just decided oh we're gonna just let everybody like put a five dollar deposit down on it and deliver them whenever they're ready so I was like oh okay like I thought I got lucky and was like hey like I was able to pre-order one and then 
Uh, yeah. Were, I was like, oh, that's that idea, sucks. Though. Yeah, like, so this is supposed to be coming, like, quarter two of 2022. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I don't know if I'm going to get the OLED in October or not. Like, I want to try. But at the same time, I'm like, this is far in advance. Like, I probably won't actually see this thing until like later next year i may not even get it but i was like hey i'm gonna put the five dollars down on it just because i can you know um i i would say it's good for somebody who has a significant amount of steam games in their library um Mm -hmm. and it does have a sd card slot in it so it's like the 64 gigabytes is virtually nothing because 64 gigabytes doesn't even hold like a full Call of Duty game or like some most AAA games aren't aren't even 64 gigabytes anymore. They're like upwards of 100 now. Can you save a game in Steam or is it got to be on the hard drive? Uh it's on uh should have cloud cloud saves. See, now that makes it like yep. super valuable. Yes. You'll be playing a PC at home, be like I want to take this game with. Mhm. Yeah, like and and the the videos I saw like IGN is doing an IGN first on it. It's like people are, they were playing like Death Stranding and like Jedi Fallen Order and all of these other games that I'm like, I'm not going to be able to play that on Switch. Um, Yeah. So that's the appeal of it. And I have, oh man, I have hundreds of games on my Steam backlog. And it's like, for some reason with my computer, it's like I have to like get myself to sit down at my chair and play games on my computer when like on my consoles Mm -hmm. or my Switch, I can just kind of like sit back and like, it feels more like a commitment when I sit at my computer um but yeah but just keep... there's been a few times that i've thought about putting my pc in the living room just so that i could like sit down on the couch and play a game yeah. instead of being in this chair yeah yeah um so i to me it seems valuable um the specs on it are pretty good because you can apparently you can run most games on like standard and high settings i mean apparently it does have so like crazy. Ray, ray tracing and stuff too um yeah so it is more powerful than a switch um but the argument there is it's a switch pro yeah well yeah so it is the it is technically a switch pro uh no 4k though um but then no. the argument is that there's no nintendo games on this right unless you're doing some illegal stuff and putting gamecube games and nintendo 64 games and all that other junk on there um, i think there are switch emulators out there yeah that i'm condoning that i'm just saying <laughs> there probably are um so yeah, that's crazy. Like there are ways if you do want Nintendo games on this thing, you can put Nintendo <laughs> games on this thing. <laughs> yeah, like I've seen uh, mods for Skyrim or er, uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. They don't, that that might that in particular might even be Wii U related, but still, like I don't know because. But yeah. Oh yeah. Life uh, people find a way. You know. It's like, <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park. Life finds a way life uh <laughs> <finds a> way. <laughs> yeah but this it just fast this thing pretty fascinates me just if i could have this my steam library at the palm of my hand i think that would be really cool so yeah, definitely mm-hmm. yeah so that's the steam deck which i it also i find it funny because elgato also has something called a stream deck where you can put basically put it on your desk and it's like has all these little oh, hot, yeah. hot keys for everything so i was like Every time I read it, I want to read Stream Deck, but I'm like, nope. <laughs> and then in the gaming channel, um, if Anna hears this, she'll be happy. They're calling it the Stitch, the Steam Switch. The Stitch. Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to. I like that. Yeah, she's trying to make that uh, make that a thing, cause, cause, uh, the Stitch. Yeah, because then uh, people were calling the the OLED the Swoled. <laughs> so it's like, all right, this, yeah. So. This is the Stitch. Yeah, we're calling it the Stitch. 
Um, cool. Yeah, so that's that's fun. Um, the next piece of news is kind of like I honestly don't know who's excited for this, um, but uh, Tom Clancy today, which this surprised me because we just had Ubisoft's like presentation and it was nowhere on their presentation. Um, Ubisoft Ubisoft announced another Tom Clancy game called Tom Clancy's uh, what is it X X Defiant. I was going to say X Division, but I'm like, no, the Division's are other game. <laughs> um, <laughs> but So X Defiant is basically like a hero shooter, kind of like um, Overwatch or Valorant. or um, It even looks like it has some like Call of Duty vibes because you're choosing different guns and attachments and stuff. Um, okay. It's basically their hero shooter. Um, and so they have... Uh, they have like a couple different factions you can pick from on each team. So there's like Echelon, which is like Splinter Cell themed, like like support class stuff. They have two other classes. I forgot what they're called, but they're like related to the division. Um, and then there's another class called the Wolves that are connected with uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which I think they're more like uh, they're they're one of like the fighter classes. Um, I think the division classes they have uh, healer and uh tank so like it's it's just kind of weird it's like i don't think i don't know who's asking for this like i'll try it just because i'm like oh that looks like a cool fun shooter if there's an open beta i'll try it or something but uh, i don't know who was asking for this but uh and i'm also again wondering like why didn't you show this at your presentation right um yeah i mean it, it looks fine i guess like i'll give it a shot probably like so um it is going to be free to play um so i mean it looks like interesting like i'm like i'm always interested in seeing like like with Splitgate, i'm always interested in seeing like these different multiplayer games and most of them aren't going to really thrive very much just because it's such a saturated market out there for online multiplayer games but but yeah this is a new thing from ubisoft so we'll have to see how well it does and then uh the third and final piece of gaming news is not really like news necessarily, uh, but uh, Skate Four put out a, or the team that's doing Skate put out a behind the scenes video for Skate Four today, uh, basically showing like mocap stuff and like development stuff um, because the EA Play thing is happening on Thursday, uh, as of this recording. Um, so you'll have, so we'll have this up a day before that, that, uh, drops, but basically it was them saying like, Hey, we're not going to be there, but here's this video and, and basically like, Hey, we're working on it. It was very, very cheeky. Like people, like it was like somebody asking questions about it and like, you know, are we going to see gameplay? Are we going to see this? And then everybody in the video saying like, no, you know, and it was just like showing reactions of people that have seen some gameplay of it. And it was very cheeky and very like self-aware being like, like, hey, we're working on it. <laughs> so, I'm excited. I don't skate for. You're in escape. Yeah. So. Okay. I it, So, it was interesting because, like, I've played, me and my cousin played a lot of skate, skate one and two back in the day. And then three, I played, I probably beat skate three dozens of times now. Uh, it was just one of those games I throw my headphones on and play some of my own music and just skate around and complete challenges all the time. Um. So I'm excited for Skate 4. Uh, whenever we see that, I don't know. Cool. Um, so, I was a pro skater person. See, it's so weird because, like, I... So I got that HD collection, that 1 and 2 that Tony Hawk just put out, and I didn't like it. I don't know. It just was, like, 
too old school for me. Like, I think it's because I got so used to like the controls of skate, like being able to flip my board with the right stick and doing all that cool stuff. And I don't know, it felt weird, but I more so got more bored with that thing more quicker than anything. But, but yeah, more more skating stuff for for uh, people who are still into skateboarding and, and skate. So yeah, that's the gaming news. Cool. Well, we're getting into movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't watch a new movie, but I did watch Soul. Okay. Or Soul, singular. Um, it's cute. Yeah. I don't know if it's Pixar's best or anything, um, but it was cute. I liked it. Uh, it's kind of that. I don't really need it. It's an older movie <laughs> now at this point. Yeah, that was... No reason to like... Jump. I mean, that was the one that came out in December, right? The, the Pixar... Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that one was, um, it was interesting, because, like, it, it's very deep, right? Like, for, like, a Pixar movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Inside Out was, too, but. And really kind of trippy for Pixar. Mm-hmm. Like, the, uh, for those who don't know, like, it's about a soul. Uh, it's, like, the guy dies and then, like, goes into this, like, soul world. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's too spoilery, but, like, the beings that are on the other side are very, like, they're these little, like, drawn with one a single line mm-hmm. like real, real weird looking yeah uh, like almost neon that whole looking. thing was just kind of trippy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um but i liked it it was cool uh it's definitely like a kids movie you can watch it with your kids mm-hmm. uh just be ready to talk about death i guess yeah yeah <laughs> that's how i felt about luca though it's like cute and fun but like it wasn't anything special yeah hmm. kind of worry about that um uh, and then go ahead and go ahead and let me down all day <laughs> south space jam 2 <laughs> um, yeah so space jam is my favorite movie of all time i want to throw that it, out there it is one of mine as well like honestly the original is so is it's just nostalgic like that's one of those movies that it's probably not very good like but i don't care like it's just such a nostalgia trip and yeah um so to talk about new legacy i think this movie had the potential to be just as good for the new audience for like a newer age but man the wb just they went hard on like the like product placement and like all of like plugging their own stuff um when when we joke about like saying like shameless plugs and stuff like that like that's like a saying on the internet you know the Warner mm-hmm. Bros. This is a shameless plug for Warner Brothers. Like they just, they don't care. Um, so like, they, you know, the the basic plot is, you know, LeBron James. He's, you know, he and his son go to this meeting, and then they get trapped in the, the um, what do they call it? Serververse is what Don Cheadle's character calls it. He's the villain, and so, uh, you know, LeBron James he drops into uh, the Toon World. And Boggs is like, hey, we got to go get the other guys. I'm the only one here right now. And they do they do this stuff where like they go into like they go into all these worlds and everything like that. But not only that, they um, which that that first part is actually fine. That's pretty funny. But the second part, like when they actually have the big basketball game, there's all these characters and all these like weird like cosplayers and stuff. Like it just looks like a bunch of cosplayers and everything. Like, um. 
they even oh. there's even a Pennywise cameo from like it, and I'm like, what's Pennywise doing in here? Like, you know, like that's not a kids, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a kids movie. Um, but it's just man, they huh. they go so hard, and then like there's some stuff that even caught me off guard. Like, there's a part where Don Cheadle's character gets mad over something, and he's sitting there raging, mm-hmm. and apparently he rages so much that whatever he's saying, they're bleeping out, and I'm like, okay. That's not, I'm like, that's not really kid friendly. Um, and then there's a, and there's a joke that somebody makes and they say, son of a glitch. And I'm like, that's not kid friendly either. What are you doing? Like this, it feels like, uh, somebody wanted to make this movie for kids and somebody else didn't, which I, maybe the corporate big heads of Warner Brothers. But the the stuff I did like was the interactions with like LeBron's not really like he, he I mean I guess Michael Jordan probably isn't either but LeBron isn't this like actor you know he's not really an actor yeah. but like even the interactions with his son and his family like you could t- it was kind of cheesy it was kind of a little phoned in because it's like well we got to have a story we got to have these interactions but like some of that later on was like, you know, that stuff was very heartfelt and like, okay, it felt genuine, you know, at, at, a, at some point. And like, even the interaction with like the tunes and the actual like basketball game, well, even the actual basketball game is ridiculous too, because there's like no rules. Um, but like the interactions with the... I mean, there wasn't in the Space Jam either. Well, that's but. true, but there's like, yeah, it, it's even worse this time. But, but like their interactions with the Looney Tunes were we're fine like that's to me that's the stuff you want to showcase in this movie and like Uh everything else like the actual plot of it was fine but just everything around it and like all the stuff that got in the way was just like kind of cringy um that makes me sad yeah like and and, like it could like it has it has moments where i'm like okay like this could have been a great movie but there's just so much that gets in the way of it i mean it's still like if you have hbo max you're not paying any extra money to see it uh, which I watched it on HBO Max. I'm kind of glad I didn't even pay for a movie ticket for this movie. Because um, <laughs> I would have been disappointed. Um, I still wish they would have gone with a different sport. Yeah, they could have done that. I think it would have been fun. Like, the like the, the concept of it and, like, the way they, like, built the idea of the basketball game is kind of cool. Because um, mm-hmm. it's, like, they kind of, like, channel some, like, video game style, like, energy, you know? Like, um but that also was kind of funny, the whole, like, video games subplot and, like, with LeBron's character and stuff like that. Because they try to make LeBron come off as this, like, a, oh, you need to put the video games down kind of a guy at first, you know? Like, oh, you can't have fun. Like, it's all work, you know? Basketball's all work, you know? Like, but, like, okay. that was kind of dumb. But it, it's it got parts of it that, like, I'm like, okay, this was fine. But it's all the other stuff that's just, ah. Like, you, you, you see, they could have just given the reins to, I think... I think even Ryan Coogler was a part of this, but it's like, feels like if Warner Brothers just stayed away from it, and some they could have made the movie they wanted to make. Yeah, <laughs> that's my thoughts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. We'll get into um, the movie news then. Cool. Yeah, uh, we've got. What kind of go through these? They're not like they're big news, but they're not like right, super right. detailed. Um. Blade has found their director, and that is uh, Bossam Tarek. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Kind of not super like well known. We were looking right. at some of the movies, and I don't recognize any of them. Um, but I would assume 
that probably is a, a Marshall Ali, like, I know he's really deeply into this movie. Uh, mm. He's the one who's playing Blade, for those who don't know. Mm. And uh, I'm assuming that he found somebody that was, like, going to be perfect for working with him. He wants something deeper. He's more artistic. Mm-hmm. If you watch anything that he's in, he usually takes movie roles that aren't, like, super artistic roles. Mm. But then puts, like, an artistic spin to him in his acting. Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, uh, Marvel, they've, they're starting to diversify their, their production crew and people working on these movies. Because, like, Eternals, the director of the Eternals, like, she just showed up in the Oscars for, like, you know, and she's, like, a big up-and-coming, like, yeah, her previous movie was in the Oscars, and it's just kind of one of those people who hasn't done much big, but, like, so I think it's cool that they're getting these newer directors and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it'll be, it'll work out well. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Marvel knows what they're doing. Oh, yeah. I trust them. <laughs> uh... I just we're talking about Marvel. I guess we won't go to Deadpool. Uh, crossing over with Korg. <laughs> this is so funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, in a really weird way. So Ryan Reynolds <laughs> has these things where he does like a Deadpool reacts video to trailers and stuff. And so he was reacting to Free Guy, yeah. which is a new Disney movie, but was a Fox movie type situation. Um, and he did it with Korg from Thor. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is our first Marvel MCU crossover for Deadpool. Um but it's really just Ryan Reynolds and uh, Watiti just, like, yeah. destroying <laughs> Ryan Reynolds' new movie. Yeah. It's so good. It, it was so random. Yeah, I, uh, I love how, like, at the beginning he's like, yeah, I couldn't get anyone else because they're all on Disney Plus right now. <laughs> and, yeah. and then, like, later on Definitely he's like, you do have out. a Disney Plus show, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's fantastic. You should check it out. It's really good. <laughs> my, uh, not canon, I assume. My favorite line <laughs> at the end, like, because he keeps on ragging on Korg the whole time, too, like, himself. And uh, my favorite at the end, he goes, I like Dark World better anyway. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, definitely watch it. It's, it's so worth good. it. Um, I don't know if it sold me on Free Guy. But right. <laughs> <laughs> it's trashed Free Guy the entire time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> He's like, I thought this movie came cool. out like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, uh, anyways, and then uh, another weird one is Netflix has a trailer out for Monster Hunter uh, Legends. Legends of the Guild? Legends of the right? Guard, I think. Legends of the Guild? I think it's Guild. Legends of the Guild, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which looks fun. It's a CGI cutscene-ish thing, which I'm into. I like that idea. Um and Dante Bosco plays the main character. He uh, plays Zuko in The Last Airbender. I recognized his voice. I couldn't place from where. I knew it was something Avatar related, but when you said Zuko, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Also, the, uh, also, it looks much better than Paul W.S. Anderson's Monster Hunter, which came out like three months, like, well, three months ago uh almost like in the de- yeah in december seven months ago geez like it's so weird that they're already putting an out an animated monster hunter movie after that was a thing <laughs> yeah i uh i think it looks cool yeah i'm down with these movie cgi things reminds me also of uh what was that that dragon quest movie which was pretty good yeah yeah and super weird yeah yeah <laughs> i wonder if this will get really weird like that <laughs> that would be <laughs> That movie got crazy. Yeah, it did. They were just like, 
It went. They decided to just jump off the deep end. With that yeah, one. it went out there. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, we can go on TV shows. Uh, we can't talk about Loki. Like, some big things happen in Loki. Mm. I feel like we should probably give it a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it would even fun. It would. It would even be fun to wait till Shelley gets back. I think to really dive, yeah. dive into it. Some big stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then I've been watching the Bad Batch. Nothing too crazy. So. Um, cool. You watching anything interesting? Yeah. So. Um, and not really anything new necessarily, but the first thing I watched was uh, I, I talked about it before when I first started watching it, but Jujutsu Kaisen. It's this like dark like kind of like a horror themed anime all these characters with these they're like wizards or like they're not really wizards but they're like magic i don't know it's it's weird to explain because they use these powers called like cursed powers or whatever and like it's so like shown in anime like there's you know they have this energy you know like that's like stronger always stronger than somebody else's <clears throat> but it's very much like there's these like monsters and these beings and this like otherworldly stuff that they're taking on that like nobody else knows about kind of a thing um it's almost like a, there's like different schools because the uh the school is named jujutsu high i believe but they're like these like people who are fighting off these dark forces that are like these students being trained to like it's it's pretty cool it's on crunchyroll and hbo max because hbo max has crunchyroll stuff uh, pretty good show um this this guy, uh, one of the students, he ate this, like, finger of this, like, super powerful, like, demon-like being thing. And, like, <clears throat> everybody's, like, kind of, like, afraid of him and not sure about him because he's got this, like, ultimate being inside of him. Um, so, like, he's kind of a moving target. Um, so, yeah, that's fun. It's a fun anime. I've been getting back into that. Um, it's, been, it's getting very anime, too, now because they have... They're doing this, like, what they call the exchange or whatever, and it's, like, a competition between these two schools, and it's, like, it's, like, a tournament setting. It's, like, oh, yeah, this wouldn't be an anime if it didn't start with some kind of, like, tournament, <laughs> like, exam type of setting. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's fun. And then, uh, the other thing I've been watching just to kind of pass the time, I haven't paid much attention to it, is, um, Young Rock with, <laughs> that's based on The Rock's childhood. Yeah, it, how is it? It's it's alright, like, it's not really, like, my favorite, like, it's not really, like, super funny, but, like, it's it's a genuine, it's kind of genuine and just fun, like, usually every episode starts off with, like, The Rock being interviewed by somebody, or Dwayne Johnson, I guess, being interviewed by somebody, because in, like, 2047 or some ridiculous year like that, he's running for president, <laughs> and... Okay. Uh, which he already like I think it comes off the back of like him saying like oh yeah I want to run for president which I'd be down I'd vote for him um, so but it's it's a fun show just his like the times when he was a kid and being around his his dad and other wrestlers like there's actors that play like Macho Man Randy Savage there's act there's somebody that plays Andre the Giant and like there's all these depictions of these wrestlers and all these figures from the wwf back in the day so it's kind of like nostalgic for anybody that like used to watch wrestling and stuff so that's fun nothing nothing special though so cool yeah that's it cool um and then 
We'll get into TV <laughs> news then. The first one's kind of a spoiler, but this is this is news. Uh, there's a season two of Loki. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not going to be avoided. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it. it's one of those things where it's like, uh, yeah, it got reported as soon as the show ended. And I'm like, eh, like, we saw this coming. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, um, the, the director said she's not coming back. Yeah. Um, so not returning. Apparently she didn't even really know that there was a season two <laughs> until uh, like oh, really close to the release yeah. of, of the episode, the last episode. So kind of crazy. Imagine um, that, watching it, but it and then having that yeah. part come up and be like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so surprising that like she's not going to jump on and direct the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm sure Vaggie's got a plan. Like he always has a plan. Well, it sounded like I think she said in the comments she said she had other stuff too. So I was like, okay, like I could see that. Maybe you don't want to be working on Loki the rest of your career. Like, yeah, that kind of reminds me of uh, how they said that they weren't gonna. I mean, it's an it's from an actor front, but it reminds me of how they said they weren't gonna be making any big contracts. So. Cool. Mm. Um. I don't know. I'm excited. I, whoever the director is, I think it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that whole show was amazing. Uh, and then I'm sure you're pretty excited about this, LJ. There is a John Wick prequel series yeah. about the Continental, called The Continental, yep. coming out. Um, a three-part movie-length event. So what this means is that each part is going to be the length of a movie. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, although... A very high budget. Yeah. On stars. Yeah, and I'm like, who subscribes to stars unless it's like part of your cable <laughs> package? Um, you will now. Gosh, I'm, I might get a trial for this when it does come out. Just for this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be one of those like week to week things, I'm sure. Like, you know, but I'll get a month's trial and be able to cancel it before the month is over. Um, I'm excited because that means like. Ian McShane and Lance Reddick and, and them, like, hopefully they'll return. Because uh, those are, like, the two main characters that, like, the main actors that run the Continental in the in the movies. So, um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's so cool they're expanding that lore. Uh, just because during the first movie, like, there was all these little, like, bits and pieces, like, that, like, they never explained. But then, like, when you go deeper into the movies, you kind of learn more about it. And it's like, ooh. So, I'm excited. Cool. I think it'll be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I guess, Game of Thrones is ruined. Like, the finale of Game of Thrones made me just not care about anything Game of Thrones anymore. <laughs> They're making two more animated shows, and I care so little that I didn't know there was a first animated show in the works. <laughs> um, but the bright side of this is maybe there'll be a little bit more... I doubt it. But maybe there'll be a little bit more PG? Um no. <laughs> no. I'm just like, no. Well, so, so my automatic thinking is, like, HBO has done animated stuff before, especially back in the day, with, like, Spawn uh-huh. and everything. Like, they're not going to... So it's just going to be... More blood. If... And I mean Castlevania. I imagine Castlevania in my head, yeah. but with ghosts. Or even, or, uh, Game of or even like, stuff. Berserk. And Berserk is like, whoa, that is heavy stuff. Like, they can go places mm. in animation, apparently, so... Well, if they cut down on the nudity, that would be cool. Uh, they probably won't do that either. <laughs> yeah, I'll, that's what I'm hoping I'll for. I'll tell you we'll that see. right now. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Game of Thrones is like, you messed up. 
Yeah. You, I don't, I don't think you're gonna come back from like. They're grasping now. They're. Yeah. Yeah. Burning down an entire show. Uh, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a bad idea. Yeah. Um, but that'll be on HBO Max, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at like 2022, I think, or even beyond, maybe. Yeah. Um, before we get anything of that, because they have another prequel show that's coming out that's live action, mm-hmm. and then apparently another animated show. Um, before these two probably even that's so get weird rolled out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the, the podcast then. Yeah. Shelly'd be so proud of us. Such a short cast. <laughs> <laughs> we need her back. Yeah. We need that extra 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Last week was pretty short too. Yeah. All and, right. and the news uh, hasn't been like really that like outstanding either. That's true. We're in the middle of the summer and mm-hmm. yeah, we could talk about it later, but that might be fun to just do a spoiler thing next week for Loki. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you geeking out about anything else this week? Nope. That's it. No. All right. Uh, me too. So, LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarheroLJ. And you can find me streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Friday nights, twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. Tell me about Sonic the Hedgehog. Come here. Doing some work. Tell me about Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, set. So you can be on the podcast. Okay. Hey, tell me what you love about Sonic. What do you, what do you like about Sonic? He runs super fast. <laughs> yeah? What else does he do? He fights Dr. Eggman. Yeah? And what, what is his favorite food? His favorite food is chili dogs. Who are his friends? A Knuckles and Tails and Amy and shadow and cream and cream yeah yeah cool any 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 other any other thoughts you have about sonic yep and look up but this one what yellow sonic got super fast and he can fly and then he he can and he can fight people oh yeah and then he can also a fly. <laughs> there we go. Now you can move on podcast.